injuries, and muscle strain, sickness, remodeling your kitchen, moving, basically any circumstance that is going to throw off your regular routine. Oftentimes people come to me in these circumstances and they want a secret sauce answer. They want to know, what would I do in this circumstance? And today, I bet my answer is actually going to surprise you a little bit. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. Today, I'm actually going to start this conversation by saying that this episode, while it is true that it's born out of questions that I get from clients and friends and online, but it is also born out of my own experience. The truth is that sometimes I am a hypocrite, and I actually have been the last couple months, which is why this topic has been on my mind. I have a hamstring injury right now. It's been pretty chronic. It's been for about the last six or seven months, and the last two months, it's gotten insanely ugly. I have not heeded my own advice in some of these areas, which I'm going to talk about. And while some of them I've done really well at heeding my own advice, I haven't done it as well as I should knowing what I know as a trainer and how I teach my clients. So I'm going to be super honest and open with you today. And I want you to realize that parts of this are technically a monologue for myself (laughs) to get my own act together. Because some people, while they may talk to themselves in their heads, I sometimes talk to myself out loud. Yes, that is correct. I do that. And then the funniest part is when my husband catches me talking to myself out loud when I'm in the middle of like a come to Jesus moment and changing my behavior. But it happens because I'm insanely stubborn and I'm really headstrong. But I want you to know that I'm with you in these emotions and that I agree with everything I'm saying, but I am not perfect at putting them into practice either. So these are all things that I commonly tell myself that I am now sharing with you. I also want you to pay really close attention if you are pregnant and postpartum. Now you might be thinking, why? That is a circumstance that is different. Now, obviously, it's not a bad circumstance, but it is a shift in what you are able to do. And often we fight that shift and we become discouraged over that shift. I fought my own pregnancy, I guess I should say my own postpartum with the twins. I did really well during my pregnancy of modifying. And then after I had my twins, I tried to bounce back too fast. I did not recognize where I was, the shift in having a baby and how I needed to ease back into fitness. And I possibly caused my diastasis recti, or at the minimum, I made it worse. So while that's not a bad circumstance, I think that it's really effective for you to think about the examples I'm giving today and how to shift our mindsets when our circumstance shifts. And that does happen when we are pregnant because we have to do things different and postpartum because you have to do things different in both of these circumstances. I do also understand that there are so many different kinds of trials and things that happen in our lives, and this won't be a perfect fit for all of them, but I do feel like there is a silver lining and things we can do in every situation to make things better. So that's kind of 
what I want you to think about the big picture, no matter what you're experiencing, to kind of think about how can I make this better and be a fit for me in this moment. So my first tip for when people ask me how to handle a shift in your circumstance, my first piece of advice is actually going to be understand that this is just a tiny blip in your journey. So don't do something that you are not ready for. When you are injured, working through pain is not the answer. I know that you want to work out. I know that you want to give it your all, but you are causing yourself damage. Working through sickness actually makes your recovery slower. Often clients will write me and say, I've been sick the last few days. What should I do? Should I do my workout? Should I do this or that? And I think it shocks them every time. And I'm like, no, you should take a few days off. Let your immune system fight this off and you will come back more powerful than if you try to force yourself through the sickness. You won't miss those two days, those three days, but it is so much better than extending it to like six days because you're overdoing it. So even with sickness, sometimes the slowdown helps you recover faster. If you are moving or remodeling or doing anything where it's like a huge event, you know, it's helpful to not start a fitness plan in that exact moment if it doesn't fit what you're doing. Now, I do understand that there are some situations where it can be very helpful, like it can be helpful mentally if you're doing something to take your mind off something that's going on. For example, I had a client recently who her husband was hit by a car and had some really bad brain damage and some things going on and she was caring for him and caring for the kids and she signed up with me because she said I need something for me I need something that I can focus on for myself because everything I'm doing is for everyone else and this is this hard experience and so it became a warrior cry for her to fight for her as she fought for her husband and her family and their lifestyle. So sometimes in certain circumstances, obviously we can say, no, this is good for me mentally to have something for me. In other circumstances, it may not be. Maybe it would be more taxing on you mentally. If you're trying to remodel your kitchen and you're trying to do a nutrition plan, that will probably be a little bit more taxing, if I'm honest. So the best thing you can do in this circumstance is to take a step back, look at what's going on, and say, me doing whatever I'm trying to do, my my fitness plan or whatever, is this going to help heal me? Is this going to help me improve? Is this going to help me feel powerful in the long run? Is this going to take my mind off something that has been hard for me? Those are all things we can kind of evaluate and say, ah, maybe now is not the right time. And that is okay. Like I have worked with clients where they have had traumatic things happen to them. And I'm like, sister, It is not the time. This is not the priority for you to be macro coaching. You need to do, you know, A, B, and C. And they're like, I agree. So you have to take a step back and say, is this actually good for me? And sometimes it totally is a good idea to like try to do something new, try to be consistent with your fitness, try to take your mind off it. And sometimes it isn't. And the best way to do that is to take that step back and think about those things that I mentioned just now about healing, empowering improving, making you feel confident, or is it just going to overwhelm you with what you already have on your plate and being aware of that? So that's my first tip. It's really important that you realize this is just a blip. And a side note, as I mentioned before, 
when I was postpartum, I didn't realize this was just a blip in my journey, in my fitness journey. I was like, okay, twins are out. I'm back. I'm back. Mama's back. She actually was not a mama, you know, two weeks ago. Now she is. (laughs) I overdid it. I threw in crunches. I threw in planks. I was jumping all over the place. I was doing all the things because my body was technically strong enough because I was a trainer, but my core was not strong enough. My core was a disaster and I forced it. I forced that fitness plan. I forced things I shouldn't have been doing because I didn't recognize it as a small blip in my journey and to ease back in and I caused further problems. So whatever you're thinking about adding, doing, continuing, think about Is this going to be like Andrea's postpartum journey with her twins where it's actually going to cause more problems down the road? It's going to make me feel discouraged. It's going to make me feel overwhelmed. Or is this actually going to make me better? If I had eased back into fitness the right way, it would have made me better long run. I would have been able to go into my lifts and do those things better. I would have been able to run faster without peeing my pants and all those things if I had done it the right way. So being aware that this is short term injuries, sicknesses you know, muscle strains, anything you have going on, most of the time they are short term. So just take a step back. My second tip is I want you to actually focus on what you can do correctly, not what you can do just in general. Because like I said, I could plank. I could plank my life away after I had the twins within a couple of weeks, but I wasn't doing it correctly. So what can I do correctly So what can I do correctly and how can I find solutions over making excuses? So I had knee surgery probably, oh man, it's been a long time, 2007 I had knee surgery. I played lacrosse for BYU and I injured my knee in a game against Air Force. I just turned with a runner and it just snapped and I hurt it. And in that moment, fitness was a lot my life. It has always helped me with my anxiety. It's always made me feel good. I, I've truly always loved exercise and I I couldn't lift. I couldn't even walk. I was on crutches and it was probably one of the hardest times in my life to be so immobile. But I had to take a step back in that moment and say, what can I do? I literally can't do a lot of the things I love. So what can I do? And I dove heavily into nutrition. I read books. I studied. I like went in even to my professors because that was my major and asked more questions and really got into nutrition, which now in the long run, I realize how much that has helped me in my fitness journey because instead of focusing on the fact that I literally could barely walk, I took another aspect of fitness and dove into it deep and built my understanding even better. I also even dove into mental health a lot at this time because it allowed me to slow down and see things that I wasn't necessarily recognizing before. So if you are focusing on your sickness, stop focusing on being sick. Start focusing on resting and recovering and maybe like mentally feeling better and calmer and learning to meditate. If you can't move very well because you're sick, think about like maybe I need to just meditate. If your muscles are injured or whatever's going on, focus on another aspect of health that is going to push your journey along in the long run, but it might be a piece that you would typically ignore. Maybe you'll start stretching more. With my hamstring injury, I'll be honest, because I can't lift as much, I have been stretching a lot. And I have actually realized, oh my gosh, this is a piece of fitness that I have been missing because I haven't taken the time to do it. And this is something that I can do in the moment. For injuries, don't give up. When I say focus on what you can do, 
oftentimes when we have an injury or something else going on and we can't do some of the typical things we do, we just say like, why bother? This is stupid. If I can't do all the things, then I'm going to do none of the things. And we just like throw our hands in the air and leave. We do the same thing often when we're pregnant. Like we're so limited when we're pregnant or postpartum that we're like, fine, if I can't do this, I'm just not going to do it. And that just doesn't make sense. It's like, why throw in the towel just because it's a little damp? (laughs) Let it dry and let's like make it work. Like you can work around things. So for example, right now with my hamstring, I cannot do deadlifts. They bother me. They cause me pain. And I love deadlifts, but I can't do them right now. So instead, I have taken the time to feel out other exercises and I am working on things like hip thrusts. A hip thrust works my hamstrings and my glutes, but it causes me no pain. The leverage is different. The pull of the hamstring is different. My injury on my hamstring is at the very top of my hamstring. So It's right where your glute ties into your hamstring. It's not like the belly of the hamstring. The belly of the hamstring sits lower, like closer to your knee. Mine is literally the, some people call them baby tie-ins. It is where the glute ties into the hamstring. So a deadlift, when I go into that, it's pulling on that tie-in and it's causing pain. But a hip thrust, I'm moving in the opposite direction and it's not causing that pulling. So I am able to do that and I am actually able to go heavier with that. Now it's, it's a different exercise. I understand it's not a perfect match to a deadlift. They're totally different exercises, but it's something that I can do to make me still feel active. So that's really, really important. I want you to play around if you have injuries with exercises. See what feels good. See what doesn't feel good. My PT even told me, I'm seeing a physical therapist now, which Again, I put it off way too long. I should have started seeing one a while ago, and I waited to the last couple months. But he said to me, you don't have to stop what you're doing if you have an injury. You have to shift how you're doing it. So he gave me the example of finding new exercise, changing up your reps, lightening your weights, trying to maintain just what you already have. So there's some exercises, as long as I do less reps or I go a little lighter, I'm able to do them And I'm able to do them without pain. And that's what's more important. Because again, if this is a short blip in my journey, then I need to focus on what I can do while I heal and while I allow that muscle to get better. If you're going through a personal circumstance that is hindering your fitness progress and like you moving forward with some of your goals, I want you to think about what can you do? Anything. So for example, if you're overly busy or overwhelmed, maybe reduce the number of workouts you're doing. I know that probably sounds crazy, but some workouts is way better than none. It's just that simple. So if you're trying to shoot for five workouts a week and you're way overwhelmed, if you have to go to three workouts a week for a little while or four or even two, that's okay. Like that is just part of this being a journey and that we don't always have to do everything perfectly, but we don't want to give up. We want to work around and focus on what we can manage to do. So still try to do something because something is always better than nothing. And this is a journey, not a race. So just think about that. If you have a circumstance which is really overwhelming you and you don't have the time or the mental capacity, again, even if you are like, I can't even do workouts right now because I'm so overwhelmed, maybe focus on nutrition or focus on your mental health because Honestly, that is a big piece of our health and healing and making us eventually get to the point where we do feel more empowered, like we can do more. And as we shift that circumstance, having that peace helps. 
Another simple idea if you fall into the overwhelmed category is to buy some healthy snacks. Oftentimes when we're overwhelmed and we're super busy or something's changed where we just don't have a lot of free time, we don't plan our food very well. And snacks are easy because they can even be pre-packaged like protein bars, protein shakes, jerky, you know, edamame, just trying to think through some of those ideas of like, while they're not on a good, better, best, obviously whole foods are best, but like We're going to be okay with just a good option, you know? So try to plan some snacks because the truth is when you're overly busy, at some point, your day is going to slow down. Whatever's going on is going to slow down and you're going to realize your blood sugar is insanely low and I guarantee you're going to go into a gas station and grab a donut that you actually don't even want in that moment. I'm not against donuts, okay? I love donuts, but I want to eat a donut when I actually want to eat a donut, not because I've let my blood sugar drop so much that I'm having cravings and I'm kind of losing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to eat this pink donut, which I don't even like pink donuts. I want a maple bacon donut. So that's my point in that you don't want to get to that point. So if you can plan ahead a little bit, and while some of those snacks on the go may not be as good, they're still a good option. And it's going to help you not feel stuck in the journey or not get in a situation where you're like, oh, I have no control. So that's just another simple idea. If you are pregnant or postpartum, think about in general what is good for your health. I know that physically, sometimes people are on bed rest and they can't do the same things as someone else who can be more active. So in those moments, if you have injury, even if you're pregnant postpartum, if you're overwhelmed, I want you to think about physically, mentally, and spiritually. How can I make my health better? Because all three of them help people. And so think about what can you do in those three things? Stop looking around at what other people are able to do, aren't able to do. It doesn't matter. Focus on you and improving any of those categories for your personal health because that's going to be really important as you think about what can I do in this circumstance and how can I find solutions to still improve my health and maybe it's not a typical answer for most people, but health is broad. There are a lot of layers to health and a lot of things that can help your health And again, as I said, physical, mental, and spiritual, that is all your health. So find something that you can do that you can latch onto so you can feel good. My third and final tip for today is to be realistic, but not negative. And a side note to that, be thankful for what you have. So I mentioned that I had knee surgery and I remember looking out the window at people walking when I couldn't walk. And I was like, oh my gosh, she has it so good. She doesn't even know (laughs) as I'm like riding in a car and hobbling to like walk around. And I learned that your body is amazing and that it does so much stuff yet we rip it apart for having loose skin or stretch marks or cellulite and all these things and get to the point where you can't walk anymore and you'll be like, oh, just kidding. I want everything back I had. I don't care that there's cellulite on my legs. I want to walk again. So be thankful for the things you have and recognize those things. When I start to get upset about my injury and my limited mobility in my lower body, I often try to take a step back myself. And I am not perfect at this. This is where I said I'm a hypocrite, but I am doing my best to try to take a step back and say, I'm so lucky that I can still do kickboxing. That's amazing that I kind of have an injury and I have no pain. Kickboxing feels totally good. And I love kickboxing or I'm so lucky that I can still lift my upper body. That's a way of 
showing thanks and gratitude for the things you have while something else may not be perfect. There are plenty of other things in our lives that we can be thankful for. And I think that's really important. I've even thought to myself that now since I am not lifting my lower body as much and I'm doing, you know, a little bit less that I can read and research a little bit longer or I can work on more ideas for my business or I've actually spent more time with my kids when normally I might spend that doing lower body or more exercises. I've been able to spend more time with them. So it's allowed me to be like, oh, I'm thankful for this injury or I'm thankful for what's going on because while I don't like it, (laughs) I don't like it at all. It is causing me to slow down and notice other things in my life that are really important, and I think that is good for us. I'm not saying that we have to love every trial or every circumstance that throws us off, but I am saying that we can recognize around that issue the things that we still have that are fantastic, and we can focus on those. I also say that I want you to be realistic because the biggest thing that trips people up is having expectations that are way above where they should be. So when I work with clients, sometimes I've mentioned this before on the podcast, they'll say, I am going to start working out seven days a week, twice a day. I'm going to change my food, this or that. Be realistic. If you are overwhelmed with a life circumstance right now, don't put yourself in a box. Don't force yourself to overdo it even more by making these insanely lofty goals. Tiny, tiny goals. I am a massive believer in tiny steps to climb mountains. If you have an injury, don't, you know, look up how often until I can see improvement. I have people write me and say, okay, I need to know how many days until I'll have this amount of fat loss. Stop thinking like that. Stop focusing on like what you want and focus on what you have and be realistic with your goals, with your mindset, with what you're able to do and focus on every tiny step along the way. And as you do that, it will help you not be negative. If you overly obsess over things or overly want something to end and all you can think about it is it ending, you're going to be negative about it. It's going to feel overwhelming. So Take joy in the journey. And while the journey sometimes is rocky, your circumstance may be ugly. Your injury may be like chronic and never going away. I get it. I understand that it happens. But try to be realistic. Try not to be negative and try to be thankful for what you have. Because when we show gratitude for the things we do have, it helps us not focus on the things we don't have or aren't working in that moment. I truly hope that you found some insight in this episode today with these three tips. If you did, I always appreciate it if you share it on your social media. It just helps the podcast grow. As always, I appreciate your feedback and any of your reviews help the podcast as well. And don't forget to subscribe. You can go to wherever you listen to podcasts and click at the top, hit subscribe, and the episodes will be automatically downloaded to you every single Wednesday. All right, that's it for today. And as always... You are doing better than you think you are. We'll chat next week.